BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. time I have to come in here, I'm cracking skulls. Welcome to the Davis and Davis Show, dot com for awesome merch needs. Welcome back, everybody. Good to see you. We're we're back. We're alive. That was a long show last week. It was yeah, it was good though. I had a good time with that one. I had a really good time. If you go to the website, uh, if you have not listened to the show yet. We have the show there, but I also, in the description, put a link to the YouTube video of the University of Akron guys down at spring break in 1989. (laughs) So you can see the video that we listened to uh, on the podcast last week. The fact that Kevin hadn't seen it was was wonderful. Because he's like, well, it's on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, dude. We played it for him. It was great. <laughs> what, what really got me was that uh, that was 1989, ladies and gentlemen. TVs were only in 480, <laughs> so the whole video is all choppy and pixelated. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> upsourced from VHS tape to CD to what? Yeah, <laughs> it was like. Wow, that's uh that's some quality stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> um hey, this meeting is being recorded far out. Okay. okay. Is it really? It is. Holy shit, it's being recorded in two places, so you know. <laughs> and the AI is blinking away like I am figuring out what you're doing now. What the fuck are these two doing? I just say the same thing every week. Two guys having a fun time with heavy banter. Um, all right. So, hat off today. Nice. Very nice. Have to work tomorrow. But a I little don't, bit of suck, but I, yeah. I don't go in until 11. No, that's not bad. 
So the the schedules come out on Monday. I was sitting at my house last night, drinking beer, playing with my tally whacker, throwing some darts, having a good time. Ding! Schedule's out. Look at the schedule for next week. Motherfuck, I'm working Wednesday again. At six o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah. So we use a program at work uh, for all of our scheduling. It's called Seven Shifts. It's a great program. Um, it's a great program for the managers that are doing the schedule because they think that they can go in there anytime and go, well, I'm just going to move. Okay, so you're not going to work tomorrow. You're going to work two days from now instead because it's going to rain and we just don't need you here. (laughs) And nobody has to call you anymore because according to them, you get notifications. Right. I pulled out my phone. Oh, so, okay. Here's a prime example of this, a prime example of what I deal with on a daily basis. Saturday, I had off, so I went and did a show. I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning. I went to bed. I woke up at 6. I was at work at 7. But I made $500, so, you know, to me, that was... Sleep deprivation, I'll take it. That was worth it. I worked the whole day Sunday. I leave. I look at seven shifts scheduled at 7 a.m. Okay. I am promptly in bed at four o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) I'm tired. I hadn't slept all that. I wake up the next day, take a shower, grab my phone, grab my radio, put clothes on, freaking out the door. Get to the golf course at 7 o'clock. Well, quarter till 7. Look at my phone. They changed my schedule to 8 o'clock. Bastards. I went in the office. I'm like, guys, if I'm fucking asleep, when you do this stuff, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's not going to happen. I'm going to wake up when my alarm clock is set which is usually an hour before work because I only live 10 minutes from here. I'm going to get dressed. I'm not going to look at my phone. Going to get dressed. I'm going to drive to work. There you go. I don't know what you guys want, but if you guys don't start calling and letting us know that you're changing shit at the very last minute, it's going to be a crapshoot. So I dealt with all that. Uh, I've got one more little work thing. Um, Congratulations. Two seconds. Okay. Congratulations to Mackenzie for her promotion at the golf course to not be named. Um, I am. You're talking about my Mackenzie. I'm like. I didn't know about this. <laughs> I am so glad that you, you, uh, yeah, um, you went from a cart girl 
up to cart girl supervisor and i'm really really happy that you're making two dollars more an hour than i am congratulations yeah fuck off (laughs) uh yeah so there you go (laughs) how was your week uh much much better last month was abysmal and i'm selling cars this week so i'm pretty happy about that um yeah yeah it's it's well it's good it's it's hard to sell cars that are very hard to drive they're easy to drive and i actually have them now now i need customers it's weird I mean, we talked about this last week. You guys make it so damn complicated just to look at the fucking... How the fuck do you turn the radio on? Well, you know, if you're a little older, it can be a little intimidating, but, you know. Seven. That's right. So nothing else is going... What? Nothing else is going on. Not much, although I did... I don't know if we talked about this last year. But there is a, at the San Antonio Zoo, something called Cry Me a Cockroach. Have you heard of this? No. <laughs> this is, yes, I am, I'm, I'm going to put this in the chat so that you can take a look at it. Anyone in is the it, United States. Is it a video? Can, nope. It's a website for the San Antonio Zoo. You can buy uh, a, a piece of vegetable you can buy and name a cockroach or buy and name a rodent and they will uh, and you can name it your ex's name they oh will feed it God. to an animal and email that person a video of them eating the <laughs> so you could for ten dollars buy a cockroach name it sandy and email her the video of something eating that cockroach. Please let me do the rat instead. <laughs> Go for it. It's 25 bucks, but it might be worth it. <laughs> and all the funds go to the zoo. So it's for a good cause. But oh my God, I saw that. I'm like, oh my God. I know exactly who needs to see this one. <laughs> all right, let me save this. <laughs> Bookmark added. <laughs> I heard a couple of good oh. dad jokes this week. Uh, what does Michael Jackson like to do on vacation? Ski. <laughs> <laughs> Where's What's Kevin when we need him? <laughs> What's the difference between Wuhan and Las Vegas? Mm. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Those are good ones. <laughs> uh, I I have some I have some uh, how do you say it? Bad news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always. Recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of men dead. So we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads.
He wrote this right after uh, 9-11. I think it was right after 9-11 when we uh, went back into Iraq. Uh, for, uh, for all the you people out there that really may not know that it was Toby Keith. Uh, he passed away at age 62 due to stomach cancer. Uh, yeah. Burke's not a big country fan. I love this guy. Uh, I knew the song. I already had the song picked out. <laughs> I could have done Red Solo Cup. Yeah, yeah. that one I know. Uh, and also, Carl Weathers uh, passed away uh, from. Uh, he was in the Rocky movies. He was in Predator. Uh, he was in The Mandalorian just not too long ago too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was age seventy-six played apollo creed uh for uh, he was a really good actor i liked Um, him i always liked him just uh it it, we're starting at the beginning of 2024 on a bad note already oh dude have you seen like all the floods in california uh yeah oh my god that my father lives in California, but he is about I don't know half hour, forty five minutes inland of the border. He doesn't have much rain down there, but I mean, San Diego is getting slaughtered. L.A., the L.A. River, which is usually just a trickle and a big cement, you know, it's like almost up to the very top. It's scary, man. Yeah. All right, let's let's get to something a little bit happier. Okay, okay. Um, the Grammy Awards of this week, last week also. I don't know that you care. Uh, I, I'm so done with woke award shows. I well, mean, yeah. Okay, so I'll give you the highlights: "Flowers" by Miley Cyrus, "Midnight's" by Taylor Swift. Uh, Billie Eilish, uh, "What Was I Made For," which is. Uh, Disney movie? It, it's in a movie, and I can't forgive me. I don't. What is it? Oh, it's the Barbie movie. That's right. Yeah, she won. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. Um, she, yep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so those are that's that's the highlights, you know. 
All my life. Ba -da 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 -da. Yep. Uh, Skrillex got a Grammy. Haven't heard that really? name for a while, have you? Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking about Billie Eilish. Kylie Minogue. I don't really care about that anymore. Oh, I love Kylie Minogue. Speaking, anyway, okay. speaking about Billie Eilish. Yes. One billion percent underrated. Pooping is my favorite part of the day. There was one day I pooped eight times. That was the best day of my life. <laughs> and they were all solid, good poops, too. <laughs> like, no, like, bullshit poops. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, I'm done. I wasn't also like... <laughs> Those are the bad poops. When you poop on me, like, yo, I'm really talking about poop out here. <laughs> I love pooping, dude. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's really about your diet because you can have miserable poops. People who don't like pooping are probably people who eat like shit. But sometimes when you eat like shit, your poop is incredible. Sometimes it's horrible. You eat a bunch of hot Cheetos, that is burning poop. Burning like a, like a lighter down there. <laughs> I said I said that to Burke earlier today. <laughs> so glad that you said Billy Eilish. <laughs> oh my god. Uh let me get back to my list here. Um let's go to something a little bit happier than the Grammys. Uh Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I love this guy. I really... He's like a step away from Zuckerberg from looking like an alien, though. Uh, that's fine, but his sense of humor is so freaking dry. It's like us. It, it, it's a dry sense of humor. And the fact is, is that this joke that he told, he spanned over okay it started in october 29th 2021 and he finished the joke february 4th 2024 okay are you ready for this playing the long game yeah i'm ready so on october 29th 2021 on x elon musk posted something that said i'm thinking about a new venture i think i want to start a university and he went on to say i want to call the university texas institute of technology and science <laughs> i i see it coming already <laughs> well last week he posted I think we need to add the advanced social sciences to the university that I start. And now, the secondary college. Yes. So it would be the Texas Institute of Technology and Science and advanced social sciences. Any of you know tell what me, an acronym is? Tell me you have the song loaded up. Tits and ass. Bought myself a fancy pair. Tightened up the derriere. Hit the nose with it. All that goes with it. Tits and 
I can't believe that you got it. When I was telling somebody else about this, I had to spell it out. My my name is Burke Allen Davis. Bad. <laughs> you don't think I don't see that stuff coming to my way? So yes, for those of you that are a little bit slow, it uh, the the acronym spells out tits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sweatshirt I would buy in a heartbeat. I absolutely love Elon Musk. <laughs> it's uh, not a normal when you say it in its full version. <laughs> um, did you see that interview that he did after Disney pulled out their funding? No, no. He did an interview. What Bob Iger did an interview at the same conference. He did the interview three hours before. And uh, Elon Musk gets out there and the questions are all, well, Disney pulled all their funding for Max. Um, I mean, you start having large corporations pulling funding. And Elon Musk just sits back and goes, fuck them. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, if you lose all your funding, your 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 business is going to shut down. And he went, then Disney's at fault for causing my employees to become unemployed. Fuck them. I am not going to be held hostage by an advertiser. Hey, Bob Iger, who was in the back room at the time. He's like, hey, Bob Iger. Hi. <laughs> Fuck you. I was just, I love Elon Musk. If he, if he could be president, it would be. Let's not go there. It'd be fabulous. It'd be, <laughs> it would be the most entertaining thing that you would go through for four years. <laughs> that's that's one word. <laughs> All right. Um, Wait, what are you drinking, man? Oh, shit. Today is Kona beer. Oh, is it like a dark coffee flavor? Or? No. Uh, Kona beer is actually made in Hawaii. Uh, it's kind of like a Pilsner, but it's a little bit hoppier. Um, but it's a fabulous summertime drink. And since my room here is about 900 degrees right now, because I have a very old lady living in this house. Um, yeah, I thought you. I thought you put the mini split in that room already. Did you not get there yet? I took it out for the garage. So this summer, I'm actually uh, gonna air condition the garage for dart tournaments and stuff like that. Because last year I had to shut down the dart night uh, after about June. It was just too fucking hot and. Gotcha. Uh, so what I did was um, I have disassembled it. It's sitting here. 
There's Jesus. the hose. <laughs> but what I did was I went and bought one of those louvered uh, vent window covers. Uh, well, I don't have any windows in my garage except for in the no, garage. Yeah, but your room, your, your computer oh, room has a window. Yeah. yeah. You could put a little window unit in there and cool it down between bakes. And If it's that big, my window here is only about 10 inches wide. I'll bet there's something out there. Anyway, go ahead. But anyways, this little mini split that I have here is going out to the garage. So I bought one of those little louvered vents that the louvers close when nothing's blown through, but opens up when it's, it's the same thing that I put in, uh, for my, for my dryer. Uh, but it's six inch tubing instead of four. Anyways, <clears throat> the I, I'll be drilling a hole through my garage door. Uh, I have a wooden garage door. Okay, you're looking at me like I'm stupid. No, no, no. I'm, I'm half on you, but like... Uh, uh, I have a brick house for me uh, to yeah. drill a six-inch fucking hole. I have to go buy tools to do that for me to put a six inch vent in my garage door takes a drill a little saw and four screws to screw it into the wood so i'm okay. gonna put it in the garage door and the the reason that i got the louvered thing is so that when the garage door opens it's not interfering with the the door and all that trust me i kind of know what i'm doing i'm a lot better at building stuff than you are <laughs> so how wide is your window in that room in this room i am 12 inches i've got six inch panes they're very narrow but tall windows they go from floor to ceiling but they're all it, narrow. Is it a is it a raised window or is it a louver out? It's a raised. No, that well. So if you could find a twelve inch air conditioner, you'd be in like Flynn. But ever since I took the refrigerator out of here, it doesn't get super hot. Oh, that's cool. Unless I have the rest of the house hot for the fucking geriatric bitch. They got those units that you set in the room that have an intake and outtake hose, and you just have a square piece that they you know close the window on that that would work i really i don't think i need it okay it's easier for me to open the window and let 40 degree air blow in um that's not gonna have that's not gonna happen in the summertime though oh this room stays cold as shit during oh, the okay. summer okay um i have a vent in the 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 ceiling that I close okay. close off during the winter because the heater overpowers. But when that's open, the air conditioner, dude, I freeze my nuts off in here now. Okay, that's cool. Um, all right. Anyway, um, I currently yeah. am drinking Bacardi on Yeho Cuatro, which is age four years dark rum. Good stuff. It's Oh, it's really good stuff. I mean, I you can actually kind of drink it straight, but with a cocoa, dear God, it is it is it's 
it's I know it's made from sugar, but it is sweet. It's it's sweet. After that, um, I actually found I have a couple of YouTube people that I watch that do bourbon reviews. The one guy was talking about Jack Daniels, and he's he's like, you know, the Jack Daniels on number seven, it's a mixer. You don't drink it straight. It's just a mixer. But the other stuff they put out is actually very tasty. I'm like, all right. So I tried Jack Daniels Bonded 100 Proof. Ooh. Not yeah. bad. And doesn't break the bank either. Um, It's not bad at all. Like, I, I was drinking it over the rocks yesterday, and it was pretty darn t- And I'll probably switch here after a little while. So anyway. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What else you uh, got? Um, well, do, uh, any idea what's going on in the world news right now? Oh, I totally forgot about the Gaza. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Here you go. And now Scott Davis with the Gaza Strip update. They're still fighting. That was Scott Davis with the Gaza Strip update. Andrew Lloyd Webber gets so freaking rich off of our show. (laughs) I guess next week we'll talk. You told me to remind you about how Apple iTunes sucks and it doubled your music, but we ain't got time for that this week. Uh, No, that'll have to be next week. Okay. Um, As a matter of fact, here. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, Got any self-help tips for anybody out there? Uh, you didn't listen to the schedule, did you? I didn't write it down. I listened. I just didn't remembered. BSW is next. No, oh, go for it, man. Uh, I thought you had something to say before it. You... Oh, yes. Yeah, this is a little more touching one Holy here. Holy so... shit. Who the hell has the Alzheimer's here? You or me? It's me. Oh, I, absolutely. It's me. So. Um, go on. What no, I, this one's really the, the lyrics are really touching, so I just you know, just preface that. Hit it. It's time for Burke's spoken, spoken words. Sitting at home with my dick all hard. So I got the black book for a freak to call. Picked up the telephone, then dialed these seven digits. Said, yo, this is Marquis Baby. Are you down with it? I arrived at her house, knocked on the door, not having no idea of what the night had in store. I am like a dog in heat, a freak without warning. I have an appetite for sex, cause me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Ah, ah, me so horny. Ah, me so horny. Me love you long time. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Burke's Burks. Burks. Spoken, Spoken Word. That gets me right here. I'm, I'm for Clem. <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> I don't think I've ever got you to laugh after the second line. <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> and I still didn't figure out what song it was until uh no. Dude, that's an old one, man. That's that's what 89 maybe. Uh... It's, it's it's an oldie. Uh, all right. Two live crew with me so horny. Oh, me so horny. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just gonna do it. It's time for the Davis and Davis Show Motivational Minute. Release yourself of the bullshit excesses and indulgences of this world and learn to live a simple life. It is quite easy to lose yourself in the pursuit of euphoric comforts and be seduced by such a beautiful car as the new Bentley Bentega. But you must resist the Bentega's astonishing beauty and its dizzying array of bullshit features and comforts that you do not need in your life. Who needs a boisterous engine that takes this ridiculous SUV from zero to 100 in 4.6 seconds? In life, there's no need to rush to your destination. The universe will still place you in gridlock traffic. So fuck Vega's <laughs> bullshit amazing V8 engine and all its unnecessary sexy power. Inside this chariot of opulence, it is true that you will find every conceivable luxury. The interior needlessly handcrafted with attention paid to every extravagant detail. The Bentega boasts a big bullshit sunroof that allows natural light to cascade in. But as lovely as that sounds, if you want natural light, it is much better for you to simply fucking go outside. <laughs> Just the refinement of the Bentega seats, perfectly designed cushions and backrests with massaging, heating and ventilation. But you don't need massage seats or to stretch your legs in the car. You can do the yoga on a foam mat in the... This has been <laughs> the Davis and Davis Show. <laughs> it took me... outside. It took me about five hours to find that. And when I found it, I was like, it's about a car. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cut it off because it's about a half an hour long. Oh, <laughs> I figured after the yoga thing, that was, that was, you could go do yoga. <laughs> you want um, natural light, go outside. <laughs> oh my God, such inspiration. Inspiring words here on the Davis and Davis show. Uh, you know, Burke and I, uh, 
we're we're getting to an age where um we've kind of learned everything right like yeah we are yeah. a lot more knowledgeable than anyone else on the planet earth just say yes oh yeah i agree 100 percent i will send you to jesus <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, we have been doing marriage tips lately and i must say it takes me a long time to find this tough online uh, it, it's yeah, they're pearls of wisdom i mean they're gonna be buried you know only the the, the people who really want to know are gonna dig and find those things I, I really have to explain because I've gotten a few messages and um, people are thinking that I'm writing this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, the views of the Davis and Davis marriage counseling do not reflect the views of Davis and Davis. Um, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dude, I got like six fucking emails saying, <laughs> what is they were wrong with you? I thought they were going to be success stories. I mean, come on. That's good stuff there. <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. I'm stretching it out. Are you scared? Welcome to the Davis and Davis Show's marital and sex tips of the week. Not really tips, but more of observations after marriage. Men learn after marriage that they never knew how to dress. You will start to notice the look as you walk out of the bedroom. If the look has a raised eyebrow, Turn around. Don't drown and change what you're wearing. Finally, I need to give you the history of how God made woman. God asked Adam why he was feeling sad. Adam said he was feeling lonely. God said back to him, What if I make you a companion called woman? She will be beautiful. Always clean the dwelling. She will gather and prepare food for you. She will always agree with you. She will never nag and complain. She will always admit when she's wrong. She will bear and raise your children. Will get up and take care of the children in the middle of the night, never waking you up to help, and never have a headache. It will only cost you an arm and a leg. Adam thought for a while about the offer. He went back to God and asked, What can I get for a rib? The rest is history. This has been the Davis and Davis Show's marital and sex tips of the week. He put that together and he's laughing his ass off. He's on the floor. If I have any female friends after the <laughs> it would be a miracle. How the fuck 
do I think this shit up? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Davis and Davis Show. Davisanddavisshow.com. The Davisanddavisshow.com for awesome merchandise and awesome merchandise. We're going to take a little break here, man, because, yeah. Because, because we ran over. Yeah, we got we got a uh, show to do. Let's all right, do this ladies thing. and gentlemen. We'll be right back. See ya. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Davis and Davis show. I just sent you a video. It, it, it's a very cool light show, and it looks like it's on your house. Do you know what that's about? Look at the colors. Um, is it sports related? No. Purple, green, pink, blue. I don't know. It's Mardi Gras, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the house crap. is actually decorated for Mardi Gras this year. Uh, next week, Tuesday is Fat Tuesday, where everything ends. The Catholics quit eating meat. Uh, McDonald's goes broke. Um, we yeah. got the fish sandwiches, so, you know, they got it there. That's true. That's true. So, I'm going to be a little worried if Mama Sveti's got a whole bunch of beads hanging around her neck. Oh, my God. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Trust me. She doesn't even close her door anymore when I'm walking by. It's just like... <clears throat> I'm seriously thinking about moving back to Las Vegas. <laughs> oh! I had, I had a couple of things that I wanted to discuss before we got into the show. Okie dokie. It's a Mike Davis update. <laughs> Mike Davis, my brother. Um, hold on. So I just hit that drop. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, um, Zoom pops up a box and it says confirm your speaking language my god are you speaking sand tongue? What? <laughs> Are you speaking sand people? Um, <laughs> so it's the Mike Davis update. How's he doing? Uh, my brother. Uh, so the, this might actually take a little while. This, this show's going to be long. <laughs> um, the three-parter. We'll get to natural disasters next week. So, well, two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago that this happened on like Friday. Uh, my mother, the fabulous woman that she is, <laughs> refuses to clean her ass. Uh, is wearing diapers constantly. Um, oh, man. So, my family, and my family is, a, we're all pretty fucking smart. Um, we're, we're not dumb people. Uh, we took her up to Lake Tahoe. 
where my sister has a second house, but the second house has a first level where she could have a bedroom, she could have a shower, she could go down and get food, you know, very well set up. Nice. My mother, in true mother fashion, um, gets herself sent to the hospital with what COVID. What do you do now, Ray? Oh, okay. With COVID. Uh. My mother, who doesn't want to be in Lake Tahoe, goes through <clears throat> the doctor's chart. Remember, my mother was a nurse. <laughs> They're oh so easy to treat. Goes through the doctor's chart on the end of her bed and sees an entry saying possible altitude sickness. Oh, God damn it. So she starts screaming, I can't breathe. Uh, the air's too thin. I can't breathe. Blah, all this stuff. Finally, okay, it got so bad in the hospital that they took her uh, call button away. <laughs> because I, I, I love my mom. I do love my mom. Love her to death. But ever since my dad died, she wants everyone to take care of her so she forces a situation to where she has to go back to las vegas leaving the house that's set up for somebody who's handicapped to go back to a house where there's only a toilet and her bed they have to carry her up an entire flight of stairs to get her to shower. Lovely. My brother, in his infinite wisdom, looked at her and said, you have four things that you have to do. Four. One, use the toilet. Two, walk. Three, eat. Four, clean yourself. Now, those seem like four easy things to deal That's, with, correct? That seems, that seems very reasonable. Yeah. Um, um, well, he has this conversation with her. And meanwhile, this is the, my brother has now driven her from Lake Tahoe, four hours south, back to Las Vegas. Oh. Just wait. The story. So it gets let's, better. Let's get back to the let's get back to the trip back home. <laughs> Throws her in the car. My brother's tolerance is about here. And wait, you said four hours? That's uh, seven and a half hours. Oh, seven and a half, sorry. Oh. Um, so my brother's tolerance is right here. And my mother is pushing it 
all the way to here. Way up there. So they stop so that mom can have a bathroom break. She walks into the bathroom just fine. Ten minutes later, Mike's sitting outside of the bathroom. Bunch of people walk out, and all of a sudden, he starts hearing my mother screaming, Mike! Mike! He has to walk into the women's bathroom, pick her up, pull her freaking pants up. She does this to him two more times on the trip. The last time that he did it, he was putting her coat back on. It was covered in shit. Now, my brother can't smell. He did enough cocaine in his life to where his nose is gone. Thank God for small favors. Jesus. So he gets her back to Las Vegas. I do I need to preface this again? Um, I love my mother. I do love my mother. I would do anything for the woman. I tried to call my brother. No answer. So I call my mother's phone and she's sitting there crying. Oh good. And I was like, Mom, what's mom, what's wrong? And she's like Nobody here wants me, and and I I asked them if I could come live with you, and they said that you don't have enough room. <laughs> and I I'm sitting here going, Mom, what happened? And she's like, I I can't talk about it. I'm being recorded. I'm like, what? The fucking CIA after you? What the hell? She's like, call Aunt Edie. She'll tell you everything. I'm like. All right, mom, just calm down. You can always call me. I can always talk to you. No, you can't move in with me because I don't want you here. <laughs> you would do everything except to have her move in. So, so I call my brother. And he finally answers and he's like, yeah, what's up? I said, what the hell's going on? I just talked to mom. He said, I called her an evil bitch, and I will never fucking help her again. I would rather be in fucking prison. Oh, my. I went, everybody take it down a notch. (laughs) Let's let's discuss and, and see what we can do to alleviate the situation. He said, there's no alleviating it. I went, what do you mean? He explained to me everything that happened on the trip home. Then he did the talk about the four things that she has to do, of which my mother picks up her phone right after she he walks out and calls her sister and tells her sister how she's being treated in her in her mind. <clears throat> 
She threw my brother under the bus. She threw my brother-in-law under the bus. Meanwhile, while my mother was up in Lake Tahoe, my brother-in-law installed ring cameras. Well. All over the house. So everything that she said to my aunt was recorded. Hence the fact that my mother said, I'm being recorded. I didn't understand what she was saying at the time. Um, she wasn't being paranoid. She was right. Yeah. She's definitely being recorded. There's a reason. Don't say something stupid. I mean, I understand why my sister's husband installed them with her coming back. It's yeah, a I, great you way for you to check watch. in on her. And yeah, heck yeah. I mean, honestly, well, I'll get into that in a second. But it, yeah, it was more for her safety. Yet, my mother is stupid enough to say stuff so that people can hear. So, my brother is totally fucking done. He's back up in Tahoe. He's like, fuck her. She could die. I'm so like seeing her going. Her, wait, wait, wait. Who's with her in Vegas? My brother-in-law. That man's a fucking saint. So. Comes. Day before yesterday, I think it was. I call my mother. All she tells me is she's in the hospital. I call my brother. It's like, yeah, I'm driving down to Las Vegas tomorrow. Um, Mom fell. Oh. And I went, well, how did that happen? He said, the ring camera really makes it look good. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, she apparently fell, went to the hospital. I have no clue what's going on right now. Um, I think we're going to end up putting my mother in the home. Uh, I, I hate to say it, she'll hate all of your guts for it, and it'll be the best thing for her, and it'll be the worst thing that you probably go through. But yeah. Uh, I just don't think I, I know like my sister and I didn't talk for three years after my dad died. Um, I love my sister to death, but we got into a big fight and it was, mm -hmm. it was uh, I think that was the first time in three years that I actually felt Sorry for everything that my sister is going through right now. Um, and felt sorry for Mike, kind of to a point. He's just, he's not the same person that he was before prison. He is. No, sniffing raid will do that to you. His 
tolerance level is um, not that high anymore. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Good Lord. Like I said, I feel very bad for Allison and I feel worse for Jimmy. Now, don't get me wrong. Jimmy and I do not get along and I can't stand him. But he's taking care of my mother right now, or at least giving her goulash or something. Here's some oatmeal, bitch. Uh, like you hate her for the you hate him for the fact that he's fucking your sister, but he's taking care of your mom, so it kind of evens out a little bit. You know, it's just it's so weird because my mother, I'm not, uh. I'm not a manipulative person until you piss me off. <laughs> then game on. Then watch the fuck out because I'm going to hurt you <laughs> in some way, shape or form. My mother will do anything for herself. And that's really kind of sad. Yeah. And she's always been that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I got into that whole tangent, but I had to get that off my chest. I feel bad for my brother. Hopefully, Mike will come on the show um, when he's not dealing with my mother uh, because I I don't need somebody in a bad mood. <laughs> um, ooh, I made pulled pork today. That's... Uh, Still cooking. It's got about. Okay, it sounded like a timer. Yeah, yeah. It's got about ten degrees left to go, but uh, I peeled some off just because I had to try it. Fuck, that is good shit. (laughs) If I ever come down to visit, you got to do me up a brisket. Oh, I will. I shit. I might do one the day before I come and bring it with me. I already Uh, got. I already got my plane little, tickets. I have a little What You can't take a brisket on a plane. Yeah, you put it in your carry-on. Uh, not carry-on, <laughs> but your check bag. Not a problem, man. Wrap it in plastic. TSA is going to be like, uh, what's this? What Try the it. hell is this? It's my meat. <laughs> I'll cut you off a chunk if you let me go. Okay. <laughs> It's still warm. Of course, I just took it out of the smoker, dipshit. It's got to rest. What do you think the flight's for? It might melt through my luggage, but say la vie. Yeah, no big yeah, whatever. It's only 205 degrees. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, what the hell did a brisket do to you, bastard? <laughs> it's not like it's pork. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, Jewish? I'm sorry. Hey, try or not to worse. suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Oh, must be a Sandy update here. I have no clue what she's doing. 
All right. But if you could find her email, you could send her the video of the rat. I am so going to do this. <laughs> Did we talk about that on air? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I am so going to do this. <laughs> rat or cockroach. God, it's such a toss up. <laughs> cockroach probably is going to look better on i mean the rats although the rat will take longer yeah because, that'll probably be a snake but you know it could be some lizard just chomping down on the cockroach i just kind of think that snake is more towards her than a lizard is <laughs> she loves to suck snaky. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Yeah. All that's right, another, ladies and gentlemen. That's another soundbite you need. Snaky. Snaky. You want to see snaky? <laughs> I can cut that out. Um, <laughs> hey, we're going to do a show for you today. Maybe. It's going to be a long ass show. I'm already. Wait. Ah, bamboo. It's the bamboo. Sip on the Jack Daniels, and this is damn pleasant. I'm really surprised. Mm. Oh my gosh, the bamboo. I need to put some of that on ice. You take your fridge out, so you're kind of screwed. No, I, I have to. Dude, but oh. but use your words, Scotty. I got a freaking pee already. <laughs> Am I gonna make it twenty-seven minutes? <laughs> no, no, you're not. Well, we're gonna try. We have a show. Okay. We have a show for you today. The show is all about natural disasters well yeah i i don't want to say natural disasters half of them are natural half of them are uh man-made man-made hang on what the hell is that billy eilish What the hell? I have no clue, man. This video is going to answer the all-important question. What the fuck do Billie Eilish's farts sound like? Well, you're about to find out. Ten, nine, eight, seven. I love 
love that girl. Hell do you find the stuff. <laughs> I love that girl. <laughs> All right, disasters. Um do you want to start first or do you want me to? Uh I, I can go. Do you have a split by natural versus man-made? Do you have I any? don't. Okay. I, I got the naturals first, the man-made last. Okay. So. I, well, my first guess, I do have them split. I have naturals first and then oh, man-made cool. okay. are okay. behind. All right. So, I, and I also found a list of, and we'll go over this after all the naturals, of natural disasters by death toll. I really want to. Yeah. So anyway, the first one on my list is the 1960 Valdiva Chile earthquake. This was the most powerful ever recorded. It lasted 10 minutes. That what was the Richter scale? Uh, 9.5. Motherfuck, that's huge. At, for 10 minutes? Yeah, that's, a, that's an eternity. Um, this caused a tsunami that devastated Hilo, Hawaii, 6,200 miles from the epicenter. They call it Hilo. <laughs> Sorry, Hilo. May 22nd, 1960. Oh, you're, com- you're fucking. You correct me. Hold on. Your fucking computer locked up right when I said that. So it looked like you were just being a dick doing this. <laughs> so what did I do? I was I was like, you. What a fucking dick. <laughs> so Go Hilo, on. Hilo, Hawaii, 6,200 miles from the epicenter. May 22nd, 1960, most powerful earthquake in recorded history. 9.5 struck southern Chile. Estimates were the rupture zone stretched anywhere from 311 miles to 620 miles along the country's coast. Uh, this event was named after the city's most affected part of the, uh, was Valdiva, the city was most affected. Left 2 million people homeless, injured 3,000, and killed approximately 1,655 people. The economic damage, and this is 1960, was $550 million. That's four point. Eight billion adjusted for in 2020 inflation. Um, this triggered the massive tsunami that raced across the Pacific. Waves racked coastal communities as far away as New Zealand, Japan, Jeez. and the Philippines. Uh, the Hawaii tsunami devastated the coastal town of Hilo and killed 60 people. It killed 61 people in Hawaii. Damn. That's big. That, yeah. That's big. So that that's that's my first one there. So my first one comes from 1931. I read up on this one. That's this is intense. It was a major flooding event along the Yangtze River in central and eastern China. Uh, now you're going to hear some names in here that you've heard before. Just so you know. Just bear with. Just bear with. Uh, destruction of property and many casualties, but the major flood of 1931 stands out. It covered tens of 
thousands of square miles, flooding rice fields and various cities, including Nanjing and Wuhan. Wuhan? Wuhan. Have I heard Wuhan. that before? I, 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 that sounds vaguely familiar. Anyway, I think my mother just had COVID. <laughs> uh, the flood affected more than 50 million people. Government organizations, including the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, estimate the death toll to have been 3.7 million people killed. I'll have you know that the list on Wikipedia list this around 4 million and it is the number one death toll well the thing is with this one it was not just the flood it was the year after right because was it cholera no i think it was sepsis that caused it all or uh yeah it was What's the one that uh, uh, has to do with all the shit and stuff getting dumped in? I think it's cholera. I think it's cholera. Yes. A cholera epidemic in 1932. Yep. Ah, but you see, that's why it was 4 million on that one website. Mm-hmm. It was... that's just the flood. Oh, geez. That is sad. All right. Your next one. Yeah, that that one was, that that was just like, they had had like something horrible droughts for like a couple years. And then all of a sudden it just rained more than it ever rained ever. The, The ground could not handle it. And back in the 30s, they didn't have a lot of dams. They didn't have a lot. It was just, it just horrible. I was going to say it, it was the 19, it was the 1930s. So yeah. there, first off, three quarters of the transportation that they had in China at that point in time was horse driven. They didn't have cars. They yeah, dirt, dirt roads washed out by floods. Yeah there was no way to get relief to these people and yeah it was just horrific so, so anyway yep all right uh, my next am i next am i next yeah okay uh 2023 very recent the maui hawaii wildfires now this was predominantly on the island of maui uh oh shit this just happened too um yeah. This was last year. Yeah, this wiped out almost the entire island. Yeah, it's really or at up. least the commercial areas that well, are on the, the island. But, but the thing was, and, and I'm going to have to read through all this crap here. Uh, basically, you had a, a high pressure system on one side of the island, and then mm. you had a um, da, 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 da. Uh, hurricane Dora to the south. And it was just because you know, it was super dry that season. There were some wildfires. All of a sudden, the winds start gusting up to like 46 miles an hour. And it was just like a forge. Um, there's, some, there's some really interesting stuff. 100 confirmed deaths due to the 
Lahaina fire on Maui, all of whom have been identified. Um, the main wildfire burned much of that. There were 2,200 structures that were damaged or destroyed, including downtown, uh, centered on Frost Street. 90% of the burned structures were residential. Oh, um, God. So, so here's the messed up part. There was... Hold on, you you just said ninety five percent was residential. Residential. There's a ton of houses out because there that have been it, handed down. It devastated an entire city. Oh yeah, that was the five percent. Everything else was houses. The messed up part was these are all houses that like your th- their parents owned or their grandparents owned, gifted to their children. These people didn't have mortgages, and therefore. Most of them did not have house insurance. So they were screwed, totally screwed. Um, On August 17th, Governor Green noted that the fire temperature had reached a thousand degrees Fahrenheit because it was it was hot enough to melt granite counters and engine blocks. Puddles of melted aluminum have been seen underneath burned out vehicles. The total damage estimated by FEMA was $5.52 billion. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a, uh, the, the Lahina homes were uninsured or uninsured and surviving owners might not have s- sufficient financial resources to build new homes because they did not have fire yeah, insurance. They didn't have insurance at all because they were paid off homes from previous generations. Um the Lahaina Historic District was designated a National Historic Landmark in 1962. It was capital of the Kingdom of Hawaii for 35 years. That also suffered severe fire damage. So, yeah, that one was that was bad. That was another one of those. Almost. Oh, wait. No, 100% of the downtown area of Lahaina was burnt down. Yeah. 100%. That's an entire city. Gone. <coughs> Gone. If there were people like in the, the what did they have? Uh, not tornado. They had some sort of alert system there. Didn't go off for a long ass time. All of a sudden, these people are surrounded by fires and they had no clue. There were people swimming out into the ocean to avoid being burned alive. And they were out in the ocean for hours trying not to be burned alive it was yeah it was messed up anyway so that was my second one all right my next one it was 2010 still pretty recent still pretty recent 2010 in the caribbean Mm. there's a little island with two countries next to each other that's the dominican republic and the republic of haiti on january 12 2010 an earthquake hit haiti about 15 miles southwest of the capital city port-au-prince the earthquake registered a magnitude of 7.0 which doesn't sound like a lot. It's still intense. 
Well, since and the, and the flip side is their structures were never built for earthquakes. Since the Richter scale only goes up to 10, seven is three quarters of the way to the top. No, I think it's worse than that, isn't it? It's, isn't it a uh, geometric scale? Yeah, it's on a bell curve. Yeah, so you're more like eight out of 10. Now, with that, it was followed by aftershocks that registered magnitudes of 5.9 and 5.5. 5.5, I do believe, is what the San Francisco earthquake that knocked down the Bay Bridge uh, was. So that tells you that the aftershocks were as strong as some of the yeah, biggest some of the earthquakes, major earthquakes yeah. here in America. Wait, wasn't that the one where like Elon Musk was flying out fucking battery packs and shit to those guys or, or, or no, that was, uh, Elon wasn't really big by this point in time. Tesla hadn't even been invented yet. I have to look that up. Anyway, go ahead. Somebody, I mean, we were sending water, like we were, we were sending bottles of water by the the shipload out to them because they had no they had no water to drink for a long well, that time. Was, that was Haiti, but it was also the Puerto Rico thing. Mm, okay. Um, anyways, after the five point five, another aftershock of five point nine struck again on January twentieth, which is oh, eight days after the initial. That earthquake caused almost 90% of the Haitian island to be A, without power, A, without gas, or B, without gas. Uh, It basically shut the entire infrastructure of that entire island down. The first quake weakened everything the third quake took it all out the earthquake was generated by contractual contractional deformations along the leogane fault a small those are the faults pulling away from each other right Okay. <clears throat> so basically, there were ripples in the in the uh, in the topography in the the land, and as that one layer peeled off, it it was kind of like it was kind of like a starter in a car grinding off the gears, <laughs> its teeth. And and getting fucked. Um, a small hidden thrust fault discovered underneath the city of Leo Leo Jean uh, was where all this started. There has been a debate about the total number of deaths caused by this earthquake, but estimates suggest two hundred to three hundred thousand people died 
and another 500,000 people were displaced. No. Those numbers are huge in modern times. I mean, I can understand that back in the 20s or 30s, but for being modern times, that's huge. Now, Mama Sveti, who lives in the room right across from the studio. Oh, it's a uh, studio now. I do believe this is a studio. <laughs> Five monitors, each one's controlling something else. I'm talking through a microphone to an idiot. I have a control panel over. I think this is a studio. Uh, so Mama Sveti, right after that disaster, actually has gone to Haiti every year uh, all the way up and up until COVID. And the, the island of Haiti, I mean, okay, so the first time they went up there, they built a school uh, for a village. The second time we, they went up there, they built housing, you know, just it just went on and on and on not diminishing this earthquake they had another earthquake about four years ago or i can't oh, remember geez. if it was an earthquake or a tornado or a hurricane that went through i think it was a hurricane that went through all of the shit that they built for leveled that one city destroyed oh god yeah, I wouldn't want to live in Haiti right now, but hey, more power to you. I do like black girls. <laughs> I get a fuck, fuck. That's fuck. that's like anti-racist. I think is that allowed? I don't know. I think it's okay. Uh, I whatever. I'll let it slide until somebody complains. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. Um, March 18th in 1925. Something called the Tri-City Tornado. It should be more like the Tri-State Tornado. Uh, one of the deadliest tornado outbreaks in recorded history. Generated at least 12. Is this in New York? No, this this goes across three states. Excuse me for one second. Whoa, I I I, I hit the mute button. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, that was so gross. <laughs> You've done worse. I don't want to hear. You rebel. You you lean into the mic when you belch. What are you talking about? You're like, oh, everybody's got to hear this one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> 751 people were killed. 2,300 were injured. Yeah, that's for white people. God, now I've got... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Making the outbreak, the deadliest tornado outbreak, March 18th, the deadliest tornado today. Uh, several destructive. Da, da, da. Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana on the same day. Uh, as well as significant tornadoes in Alabama and Kansas. 
uh, they were undoubtedly others with lesser impact, blah, blah, blah. It occurred in the tri-state tornado, the deadliest disaster in Illinois, deadliest tornado in U.S. history, second deadliest registered in world history. This tornado path was 219 miles long. It crossed from southern Missouri through southern Illinois and southwest Indiana. It is the longest one also ever recorded. You've, you've seen stuff about tornadoes. They touch down, they do some shit, they pick back up, and they're gone, right? Now imagine this one going on for, I don't know, a few hours and crossing over three states. I grew up, in, I grew up in Medina. Yeah. I remember Medina Skatelands roof yeah. lifting off. And flying flying a mile away. (laughs) Um, There was some stuff. I live in Texas. I have seen more tornadoes down here than you could. I saw Fort Worth get decimated. Wow. But to get a tornado to last through three states, that's a big ass tornado. That's a Torcon 5. I mean, yeah. doesn't get any worse than Torcon 5. Yeah. I was watching, I was listening to a video on this. There's some like amazing stories. Like this girl got cut in half by a school bell that fell out of the not, school bell tower. Not Torcon. There was a horse. Uh, F, F, uh, F5. F5. Yeah. F5, F5 yeah. is the largest. Yeah. There was a horse that got picked up. I'm sure it was dead in the air and got deposited a mile down from where it got picked up. I mean, this was like some serious shit. And they're thinking that like this thing might have picked up and, and moved forward and dropped down again. But I mean, for one storm to go 300 ish miles is just unbelievable. So, yep, yeah, that's that's my tornado one there. Um, in that mile and a half throw. How many dicks do you think Sandy could suck? Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Dozens. There's dozens of us. I mean, of them. God, I love that girl. Tokyo Yakama (laughs) earthquake of 1923. I read about that one, too. That was intense. This one's actually pretty big. Uh, Same size as the Haitian earthquake, uh, 7.9. Earthquake of 7.9 struck Tokyo, Yokohama metropolitan area about noon on September 1st, my mother's birthday. I hope they all had diapers. September 1st, 1923. Um, Tokyo is the largest populated city in Japan. Oh, yeah. And when they start talking about Tokyo, Yokohama, at this, you're talking about an area that is larger than the DFW, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's a lot of freaking people. Yeah, the, take all of Dallas and all of Fort Worth and put it into 
something the size of Canton, Ohio. I mean, that's that's how much the people are scrunched together. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. The death toll was estimated at one hundred forty thousand people. Yeah. Most of the deaths were caused by subsequent widespread fires. The entire city at that point in time was built out of bamboo and straw. Uh, I mean, they had buildings downtown that were starting to become steel-based and all that. But almost everything was cladded in either bamboo-based or straw-based because that's the biggest product that you can get out of Japan in the 1920s. Many hundreds of thousands of houses were either shaken down or burned. And the shock generated a tsunami that reached a height of 40 fucking feet. Jesus. This this hits number seven on the 20th century death toll. Does just it? So you know. Number seven. Well, the tsunami hit another city called Atami, which caused even more of a death toll. The earthquake and its aftermath destroyed the largest commercial center of Japan and traumatized the nation for decades up until we dropped a hydrogen bomb on them. Or two. Maybe There might have been two. There might have been two. Eh, maybe the first one was a suggestion. The second one, there's a little more. <laughs> hey, we might be serious. <laughs> Bomb Iran. All hey, right, hey, what the hell was in the wait? What was in those bombs anyway? Fertilizer, because now they're like the most profitable country in the world. <laughs> the fuck. Anyway, <laughs> hydrogen, man, hydrogen, yeah, yeah. nitrogen. Yeah, Come it's on. Good, it's fertilizer. It's good shit. Anyway, to, all right. Any any of the nitrogen that was in it is fertilizer. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Plus, all I, right. I I mean the 1.5 million dead people couldn't hurt. It's good for growing, right? Fuck, right? I am going to hell. <laughs> all right, we uh, got to take a break here, kids. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Bladder only said that about a half hour ago. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it. <sighs> All right. We'll be back.
Welcome back to the Davis and Davis show. Hey, everybody. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've gone way over on our time. I talked way too much about my mother. I am so sorry about that. Really. It's, it's family, dude. It's it's all right, man. We kind of want to hear stuff, you know, like my mom's down in South America and she's okay at the moment. But so, you know, nothing, nothing to report. So, hey, so we're going to end the show today. We'll be back again in a couple of days or i don't know if it's gonna be a thursday or tuesday but we'll be back on one of those days to finish up this show okay is there anything else that you need to say to our audience tonight i love you guys (laughs) scott um hey scott hey scott what i love you man i love you man Oh, thanks, Rosak. Um, <laughs> hey, it is National Yogurt Day. Thank you, Tidbit. We'll be back that, in a couple that, of that, days. That's not a euphemism. That's for real, right? That, that is for real. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in um, the day or a week. We're not sure which, but we'll be know. back soon. But you're going to get the rest of the disaster show. It's good stuff, too, man. Disasters. I shouldn't have said it. Anyways, davisanddavisshow.com. The davisanddavisshow.com for awesome merchandise that you cannot live without. Oh, my God. Yes. All right, people. We'll see you next time. Take care. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.